ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد تريدن تشابتا الاستسقاء بالانواء and what this means is as the sheikh explains here عباره عن نسبه المطر الى طلوع النجم او غروبه على ما كانت الجاهليه تعتقده من ان طلوع النجم او سقوطه في المغيب يؤثر في انزال المطر فيقولون مطرنا بنوء كذا وكذا الاستسقاء بالانواء it is the belief that they used to have in jahiliyyah whereby they associated rainfall to the constellations and uh, movement and how the stars were fixed up whether a star appeared or when it disappeared and the the constellations of the stars as they were arranged when they were seen when they were not seen they believed that impacted upon the rain uh, coming down and so they would say we have got the rain because of a such and such a star that appeared or disappeared وهم يريدون بذلك النجم عندما يقولون مطرنا بالنوء كذا وكذا when they would say that we have got the rain because of the no meaning a particular star that star has appeared so we got the rainfall that star has disappeared so we got the rainfall they would associate the rainfall to the appearance and disappearance of stars فيقولون مطرنا بالنوء كذا وكذا وهم يريدون بذلك النجم ويعبرون عنه بالنوء وهو طلوع النجم من ناء ينوء اذا نهض وطلع فيقولون اذا طلع النجم الفلاني ينزل المطر so in particular it was about the appearance of stars when a star appeared rose became visible they would say because of that star now the rain will fall or the rain has fallen they would connect the rainfall to the appearance and visibility of a particular star wal muradu bil anwa' al muradu bil anwa' indahum manazil al qamar al thamaniyah wal 20 في كل ثلاث في كل ثلاث عشر ليله يغرب واحد منها عند طلوع الفجر ويطلع مقابله وتنقضي جميعها عند انقضاء السنه القمريه وتزعم العرب في جاهليتها انه عند طلوع ذلك النجم في الفجر ومغيب مقابله ينزل المطر ويسمى ذلك الاستسقاء بالانواء 
ومعنى ذلك نسبة السقيا إلى هذه الطوالع. In this section, the Sheikh explains how they worked out these movements of the stars and the appearance of a star and the disappearance of another. It was based upon the 28 stages of the moon. The moon when it appears and becomes big and disappears. And then within that was the appearance of certain stars that would occur in every 13 nights. And so these calculations upon the 13 nights from the cycle of the moon and the appearance of a star, they would then believe that this appearance of that particular star in that particular cycle, that's what causes the rain to fall. Basically, therefore, attaching the rainfall occurring to those stars appearing within those various cycles. وَهَذَا مِنْ اعْتِقَادِ الْجَاهِلِيَّةِ الَّذِي جَاءَ الْإِسْلَامُ بِإِبْطَالِهِ وَالنَّهِي عَنْهُ And that type of belief that the stars when they appear within the cycle of the moon and the certain days, when they believed those stars appear and then the rain comes because of them, that type of aqidah is of course completely false. And Islam invalidated, nullified that type of aqidah that they used to have and then the Shaykh quotes some of the ayat in the Qur'an. Uh, and one of those, the famous examples that is often mentioned is, وَتَجْعَلُونَ رِزْقَكُمْ أَنَّكُمْ تُكَذِّبُونَ That they used to believe their rizq, the, the rainfall, and then the provisions that arise from that. They used to believe it is because of those stars appearing the stars becoming visible, so they would associate this rainfall and then the sustenance that comes from it to those stars, to that particular star. And so Allah mentioned, أَنَّكُمْ تُكَذِّبُونَ that they would deny and reject or uh, 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 make these lies and fabrications upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or these lies and fabrications in terms of the association of rain to those particular stars. بأن يقال نعم فمعناه نسبة المطر الذي هو الرزق النازل من الله إلى النجم. So they would attach the rainfall coming down, which is a means of our provision, our sustenance that comes, the rainfall. They would associate that to a particular star. بأن يقال مطرنا بنوء كذا وكذا. They would say we've got the rain now because of that star or that star. وهذا من أعظم الكذب كذب والافتراء. And this is from the greatest of lies and fabrication. كما روى الإمام أحمد والترمذي وحسنه وابن جرير وابن أبي حاتم والضياء في المختار عن علي رضي الله عنه قال. قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وتجعلون رزقكم يقول شكركم أنكم تكذبون تقولون مطرنا بالنوء كذا وكذا وبنجم كذا وكذا It's mentioned in this narration of Ali رضي الله عنه that the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم said وتجعلون رزقكم that you make your sustenance i.e. your gratefulness of it 
أَنَّكُمْ تُكَذِّبُونَ That you deny and belie the reality of that rizq that you've been given. You reject the reality of it. And instead you say it's because of this star or that star that we've got the rainfall. So they would associate the rainfall to other than Allah. To something else besides Allah. To these stars and the appearance of the stars. Another narration the Shaykh quotes here عن أبي مالك الأشعري رضي الله عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال أربع في أمتي من أمر الجاهلية لا يتركونهن that there are four things in my ummah from the affairs of jahiliyyah that they don't leave four things in my ummah from the affairs of jahiliyyah that they don't leave الفخر بالأحساب والطعن في الأنساب والاستسقاء بالنجوم والنياحة والمراد بالجاهلية هنا ما قبل بعثة النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وكل ما يخالف ما جاء به الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم فهو جاهلية In the narration it's mentioned that there are four things from the affairs of jahiliyyah and the intent of that here is, i.e. before the sending of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Before the sending of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, there are four things that used to occur and they did not leave them. Al-fakhru bil-ahsab wa-ta'nu fil-ansab wal-istisqa'u bil-nujum wa-niyaha. This pride and haughtiness upon their stature their status, their lineage, and in fact, criticism into the lineage of others. And also, it's mentioned seeking the rainfall from the stars, associating it to the stars. And an-niyaha, we've done an-niyaha before, what's that? To scream and to shout and to tear your clothes and to say words of ignorance at the time of somebody dying. Mentioned as one of the major sins, an-niyaha. So in those four affairs, one of them mentioned is that they used to seek rainfall to come from the stars. وَقَالَ شَيْخُ الْإِسْلَامِ ابْنِ تَيْمِيَّةِ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهِ فِي مَعْنَى الْحَدِيثِ أَخْبَرَ أَنَّ بَعْضَ أَمْرِ الْجَاهِلِيَّةِ لَا يَتْرُكُهُ النَّاسُ كُلُّهُمْ he mentioned that some of the affairs of Jahiliyyah, some people will not leave them. Some people will not leave them. Or meaning all of the people will not leave them, there'll be some who continue doing them. So this is a disparagement of those who do not leave these affairs. And this means, therefore, what they used to do in the days of Jahiliyyah, then those kinds of actions of theirs are all dispraiseworthy Islamically. What they used to do in the times of Jahiliyyah before the sending of the Prophet, the actions and what they used to behave as and what they used to do and believe in and say, those types of affairs are all dispraiseworthy in Islam. They are from the affairs of Jahiliyyah. وَإِلَّا لَمْ يَكُنْ فِي إِضَافَةِ هَذِهِ الْمُنْكَرَاتِ لَا الْجَاهِلِيَّ ثَمَّنْ لَهَا 
Because otherwise, why say that these are affairs from Jahiliyyah? The point of saying that they are affairs from Jahiliyyah is to indicate the disparagement. If there was no disparagement, there was no criticism of these affairs being from Jahiliyyah, nothing wrong with Jahiliyyah, then it wouldn't be any point there. The whole point of saying these are affairs from Jahiliyyah is to highlight that Jahiliyyah is something criticized, something dispraiseworthy, something of disparagement. وَمَعْلُومٌ أَنَّ إِضَافَتَهَا إِلَى الْجَاهِلِيَّةِ خَرَجَ مَخْرَجَ And of course, associating these affairs to Jahiliyyah, it was done in order to extrapolate from that a disparagement, to indicate a criticism that it's something bad. An example of that in the Quran in Surah Al-Ahzab 33, وَلَا تَبَرَّجْنَ تَبَرُّجَ الْجَاهِلِيَّةِ الْأُولَى Not to, uh, to beautify themselves like the way that they did in the first Jahiliyyah, in the early Jahiliyyah, how the women would go out uncovered. So again, that's being attributed to what they used to do in the Jahiliyyah, in order to indicate a disparagement of that, that it was something bad, the women would not cover themselves appropriately when going outside. فَإِنَّ ذَلِكَ ذَمٌّ لِلتَّبَرُّجُ وَذَمٌّ لِحَالِ الْجَاهِلِيَّةِ الْأُولَى So that is therefore a disparagement, a criticism of uh, being uncovered and having that beauty placed upon yourself when going out. And it is a disparagement, a criticism of Jahiliyyah itself. وَذَٰلِكَ يَقْتَضِي الْمَنْعَ مِنْ مُشَابَتِهِمْ مِنْ مُشَابَهَتِهِمْ فِي الْجُمْلَةِ And that therefore indicates generally an impermissibility, uh, a prohibition from imitating the affairs of Jahiliyyah. You hear this a lot in the narrations. In Jahiliyyah, such and such used to occur, and from the affairs of Jahiliyyah. The Jahiliyyah in the context is often in reference to the time before the sending of the Prophet ﷺ. The time before the sending of the Prophet ﷺ. That is the Jahiliyyah. And everything which opposes the Qur'an and the Sunnah is technically Jahiliyyah, even if it occurs afterwards. Everything that generally opposes the Qur'an and the Sunnah, then it is a form of Jahiliyyah. But in the context, it often refers to the time before the sending of the Prophet ﷺ. So generally, therefore, we are prohibited from imitating the affairs of Jahiliyyah and what they used to do in Jahiliyyah. We do not imitate and behave in that way in what they used to do. So here, وَقَوْلُهُ فِي هَذَا الْحَدِيثِ وَالْإِسْتِسْقَاءُ بِالنُّجُومِ مَعْنَاهُ نِسْبَةُ الْمَطَرِ إِلَى النَّوْءِ وَهُوَ سُقُوطُ النَّجْمِ بِأَنْ يَقُولُ مُطِرْنَ بِالنَّجْمِ كَذَا وَكَذَا So, associating the rainfall to the stars, the disappearance of a star, or the appearance of a star, Basically, the stars and their movements and appearance and disappearance, visibility, invisibility, they would associate rainfall to those types of things, to the stars. وَحُكْمُ الْإِسْتِسْقَاءِ بِالْأَنْوَاءِ 
أنه إن كان يعتقد أن له تأثيرا في إنزال المطر فهذا شرك وكفر أكبر What's the ruling then in believing that the stars impact upon the rainfall? If a person believes that the stars themselves are controlling bodies, that they themselves actually cause the rainfall to come, then that is major kufr, to believe that the stars are creating the rain and sending the rain. We know that is from the rububiyyah of Allah. That Allah is the one who sends the rain and the provisions. So anybody who believes that the stars themselves are entities that cause the rainfall themselves, then that is major kufr. Uh, and that is what they used to believe in the times of jahiliyyah, that the stars themselves have an ability to send the rain. وَإِنْ كَانَ لَا يَعْتَقِدُ لِلنَّجْمِ تَأْثِيرًا وَأَنَّ الْمُؤَثِّرْ هُوَ اللَّهِ وَحْدَهُ And if a person does not believe that the stars themselves can influence and impact things themselves, that they create the rain and send the rain themselves, they know that it is Allah. It is Allah who orders that and who creates that and sends down the rain. They know it is Allah who does that. And they know it's not the stars themselves who can do that. وَلَكِنَّهُ أَجْرَ الْعَادَةِ بِوُجُودِ الْمَطَرِ عِنْدَ سُقُوطِ ذَلِكَ النَّجَمِ But he is from those who has got into this habit and follows along with this generality of associating rain to the stars, then that is a type of shirk, but it would not reach to the level of major shirk. It would be minor shirk somebody who generally follows along in that, but doesn't himself believe that the stars themselves are creating the rain. He knows Allah is the one who sends the rain, but he follows along with all of these stars and rain and everything else, then that's minor shirk. But somebody who actually believes it, that stars themselves are sending the rain and they are causing this to happen, then that is major shirk. Then also... A famous hadith about this topic. Rawa al-Bukhari wa Muslim an Zayd ibn Khalid radiyallahu anhu qal salla lana Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam salata al-subh bil-hudaybiyyah ala athar al-samaa kanat min al-layl. He said that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam led us in the Fajr prayer in Hudaybiyyah after a night of rainfall. That the Prophet وسلم, led us in prayer in, Hud- in Fajr prayer in Hudaybiyyah uh, after a night where there had been rainfall. Sarafa, so then when the Prophet وسلم, finished the prayer and turned around, الناس, he turned and faced the people, فقال, and said to them, هَلْ تَدْرُونَ مَاذَا قَالَ رَبُّكُمْ Do you know what your Lord said? قَالُوا اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ أَعْلَمْ They said Allah and his messenger know best. قال, he said, قال, that the messenger said, or uh, that Allah said, أَصْبَحَ مِنْ عِبَادِي مُؤْمِنٌ بِي وَكَافِرٌ 
that Allah said, from my servants there are those who are believers in me and those who are disbelievers. From my servants there are those who have become believers in me and those disbelievers. Or in this morning now there are those who are believers and there are those who are disbelievers. So as for those who said, مُطِرْنَا بِفَضْلِ اللَّهِ وَرَحْمَتِهِ That we were given this rainfall by the virtue of Allah and by His mercy. فَذَلِكَ مُؤْمِنٌ بِكَافِرٌ بِالْكَوْكَبِ Then that type of person is a believer in me and a disbeliever in the stars. Meaning that the stars bring the rain, he disbelieves in that. Because this is the one who says, مُطِرْنَ بِفَضْلِ اللَّهِ وَرَحْمَتِهِ That we have been given the rain by the virtue of Allah and the mercy of Allah. So he has disbelieved in the stars having an impact in that. وَأَمَّا مَنْ قَالْ But as for the one who says, مُطِرْنَ بِنَوْءِ كَذَا وَكَذَا فَذَلِكَ كَافِرٌ بِمُؤْمِنٌ بِالْكَوْكَبِ But as for the one who says, we were given the rainfall because of such and such a star, then that individual is a disbeliever in me and a believer in the stars. Meaning that he believes it is the impact of the stars or the ability and influence of the stars creating the rainfall rather than Allah. فَقَوْلُهُ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ أَصْبَحَ مِنْ عِبَادِي مُؤْمِنٌ بِي وَكَافِرٌ So when the Prophet ﷺ mentioned in the narration that from my servants there are those who are believers in me and those who are disbelievers فَسَّرَ الْمُؤْمِنَ بِأَنَّهُ الَّذِي يَنْصِبُ الْمَطَرَ إِلَى فَضْلِ اللَّهِ وَرَحْمَتِهِ the explanation was given in the hadith that the mu'min is the one who believes that the rainfall has come because of the virtue of Allah and the mercy of Allah upon us. وَفَسَّرَ الْكَافِرِ بِأَنَّهُ الَّذِي يَنْصِبُ الْمَطَرَ إِلَى الْكَوْكَبِ And the explanation of who the kafir is he is the one who attributes the rain to the stars. وَهَذَا فِيهِ دَلِيلٌ عَلَىٰ أَنَّهُ لَا تَجُوزُ نِسْبَةُ أَفْعَالِ اللَّهِ إِلَىٰ غَيْرِهِ This is therefore an evidence that it is not permissible to associate the actions of Allah to other than Him, of course. It is not permissible to associate the actions of Allah to other than Him. Sending the rain is from the actions of Allah. So you do not attribute that to something else, to someone else besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَأَنَّ ذَلِكَ كُفْرٌ And that it would actually be disbelief. It would be kufr if you do that. You associate the actions of Allah to other than Allah. فَإِنِ اعْتَقَدَ أَنَّ لِلْكَوَاكِبِ تَأْثِيرًا فِي إِنزَالِ الْمَطَرِ فَهَذَا كُفْرْ أَكْبَرْ So if a person believes, like we said, that the stars are impacting upon the rain coming down, then that is major kufr. لِأَنَّهُ إِشْرَاكٌ فِي الرُّبُوبِيَّةِ Because then you are associating partners alongside Allah 
in his lordship. And remember the definition of al-rububiyyah. What does al-rububiyyah mean? To single out Allah. Ifradullahi bi-af'alihi. To single out Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his actions. What are his actions from them is the rainfall, sending down the rainfall is from the actions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not anyone else. So now to associate a specific action of Allah to other than Allah, then that is kufr. It is major shirk. Wal-mushrik kafir. And the one who commits shirk is a disbeliever. وَإِنْ لَمْ يَعْتَقِدْ أَنَّ لِلْكَوَاكِبِ تَأْثِيرًا فِي إِنْزَالِ الْمَطَرِ وَإِنَّمَا نَسَبَهُ إِلَيْهَا مَجَازًا فَهَذَا مُحَرَّمْ وَهُوَ مِنَ الشِّرْكِ الْأَصْغَرِ لِأَنَّهُ نَسَبَ نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ إِلَى غَيْرِهِ But if a person doesn't believe that the stars themselves are actually the ones sending the rainfall, but he associates the rainfall to the stars in a metaphoric kind of way, goes along with the general speech, then that isn't major shirk, it is haram still because you are associating a blessing of Allah to other than Allah. Even if you don't believe that the stars themselves sent the rain and they caused the rain, if you're still making speech of that general nature, then it's haram and it's minor shirk. But the one who believes the stars themselves are actually doing it, that's major shirk. And that's the difference in many of these affairs. It's like when we're talking about the tama'im and everything, if somebody believes this necklace, for example, itself has the ability to protect him, that's major shirk. But if a person knows it's Allah who will protect him, but this necklace is a means to it, then it's minor shirk, because we know the necklace is not a means to it. So there's a difference in terms of the aqidah of a person and the ruling, which is then applied. قال القرطبي رحمه الله الإمام القرطبي منشن وكانت العرب إذا طلع نجم من المشرق وسقط آخر من المغرب فحدث عند ذلك مطر أو ريح فمنهم من ينصبه إلى الطالع ومنهم من ينصبه إلى الغارب نسبة إيجاد واختراع ويطلقون ذلك القول المذكور في الحديث فنهى الشارع عن إطلاق ذلك لألا يعتقد أحد اعتقادهم ولا يتشبه بهم في نطقهم الإمام القرطبي said that the Arabs previously they used to believe that if a star arose a star became visible from the east and another one became invisible and disappeared from the west, and then some rain occurred because at that time some rain, rain occurred or some wind occurred. Some of them, they would say, it's because of the star that arose. And others would say, it's because of the star that disappeared, that set, in terms of these affairs occurring. And they would say what was mentioned in the hadith, مُطِرْنَ بِنَوْئِكَذَا وَكَذَا that we've got this rain because of this star or that star. And so we were told, prohibited from saying such things, uh, so that we do not associate that to others besides Allah, and we do not believe this aqidah of theirs or resemble them in thinking that the stars and constellations and those things have an impact upon what happens on this earth, have an impact 
on creating the rain. We don't believe that false aqeedah. Rather, we believe all of this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We'll stop on that for the prayer and then carry on after the prayer, inshaAllah. Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man walah. So we were discussing regarding the stars and how some people previously in the times of Jahiliyyah used to associate the rainfall to the stars. They used to believe the appearance of a star is what causes the rainfall. The disappearance of a star is what causes the rainfall. And we've now understood that this is an incorrect aqidah, an incorrect belief altogether. It is impermissible to believe that the stars are the causes of the rain. In the Quran, oh, as Shaykh Al-Fawzan mentions, فَإِنزَالُ الْمَطَرْ مِنَ اللَّهِ وَبِحَوْلِهِ وَقُوَّتِهِ So the sending of the rain, that is by the will of Allah, by the might and power of Allah. لا دخل لمخلوق فيه There is nothing, that's nothing to do with anybody in creation. That's nothing to do with anyone in creation. لا دخل لمخلوق فيه كما قال تعالى Just as Allah said, أَفَرَأَيْتُمُ الْمَاءَ الَّذِي تَشْرَبُونَ أَأَنْتُمْ أَنْزَلْتُمُوهُ مِنَ الْمُزْنِ أَمْ نَحْنُ الْمُنْزِلُونَ Have you seen the water that you drink? Allah mentions in the Quran, Al-Waqi'ah 68-69 Have you seen the water that you drink? Did you cause it? to come down from the rain clouds or are we the ones who caused it to come down? Have you seen the water that you drink? Did you cause it to come down from the clouds or are we the ones who sent it down? Of course, it is clear it is not anyone else besides Allah who caused that rainfall. فَمَنْ نَسَبَ إِنزَالَ الْمَطَرْ إِلَى الْكَوَاكِبْ أَوْ إِلَى الظَّوَاهِرَ الطَّبِيعِيَّةِ كَالْإِنْخِفَاضِ الْجَوِّ أَوْ الْمَنَاخِ فَقَدْ كَذَبَ وَافْتَرَى So whomsoever associates the rainfall to the stars or to apparent natural phenomena, for example, the low pressure, high pressure, various weather conditions, and says it's purely because of those things the rain has come, then this person has lied and he has fabricated. وَهَذَا شِرْكٌ أَكْبَرٌ And it is major shirk to believe that the rain occurs by these other causes independently from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَإِنْ كَانَ يَعْتَقِدْ أَنَّ الْمُنَزِّلْ هُوَ اللَّهِ and if the person believes that it is Allah who sends it down, وَلَكِنَّ سَبَهُ إِلَى هَذِهِ الْأَشْيَاءِ مِنْ بَابِ الْمَجَازِ But he associates it to these other things like the clouds, etc. in a metaphoric way. فَهَذَا حَرَامٌ وَكُفْرٌ أَصْغَرٌ That is still impermissible and minor kufr. 
لأنه نسب النعمة إلى غير الله because the person has then associated and attributed a blessing of Allah to other than Allah كالذي يقول مطرنا بنو إكذا وكذا like the people who say we've got the rainfall because of such and such a star وما أكثر التساهل في هذا الأمر على ألسنة بعض الصحفيين أو الإعلاميين and the sheikh says how slack this affair has become upon the tongues of some journalists or broadcasters when they often just say because of this cloud or that cloud or they associate everything to the natural causes as though it is the natural causes that are creating the rain they are just means it is Allah who sends the rain but the way it's described and talked about it's as though it is just because of nature rain happens Rather, it is Allah who sends the rain via these means of nature. So the Shaykh says people have become very slack the way they talk about these things. فَيَجِبُ عَلَى الْمُسْلِمِ أَنْ يَنْتَبِهَ لِهَذَا So it is binding upon a Muslim that he pays attention to these things and is aware of these things. And this particular topic, it is a topic again which is directly linked to Tawheed. And if you go to Kitab al-Tawheed of Sheikh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab, this is a chapter you find in there regarding the anwa' al-istisqa'u bil-anwa' the seeking of the rainfall or believing that it rains because of those stars, the visibility of them when they appear and rise or when they disappear and set. So we know that the rain does not come because of the stars, has no connection to the stars. It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who sends that rainfall. There's one more chapter left in this section regarding these different types of shirk. Remember this section that we were doing was all about the different types of shirk, major shirk. We talked about magic, soothsayers, etc. These are all about the shirk. One more chapter left is Nisbatun Ni'am ila Ghayrillah Ascribing blessings to other than Allah That's the final section left here Then the next topic which begins Is regarding the forms of minor shirk The next topic that then begins afterwards Is regarding the forms of minor shirk so we have one chapter left here, and that is regarding the ascription of blessings, nisbatun ni'am, to other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But that will do it independently from the next session by itself as a session for itself. The rest of today then, we can do the questions again if there are any questions. Not necessarily because they are means. Means, if a person understands they are means to something occurring, then these are means, the various uh, pollution and everything, of course it is a means to things. They are the means that have been created. But you don't believe they themselves are creating things or making the earth to change or whatever. But they are means. These are things that we do in this world. They do. Uh, uh, impact on things as a means to something. Mm. 
Anything else? Quiet today. What's happened? No questions today? Dry cleaning? Uh, how do they dry clean? What do they do? Brothers of luxury like yourself, you'll have to explain to us what dry cleaning is. Rest of us, we just use the washing machine at home, you know. So what's dry cleaning? What do they do exactly? The default, when it comes to impurities, if you have an impurity, something nudges on your garments, the default, al-asl, is to use water. That is the purification of impurity, using water. And some scholars, they say, dry cleaning would not purify the garment. If you have some impurity on it, you do a dry cleaning, however they do it, meaning no water, basically. Then some scholars, they say that doesn't purify the garment. To purify it, it must be water that cleanses it out. Mm. Now, weather forecast is okay, because like we said last time, this is just visible means. They say, look, there's a big bunch of clouds coming, so it's probably going to rain today. That's just the visible things. Even you, when you see a big cloud, you know it's going to maybe rain or it's going to be dull. That's just visible things that you can see. That's not a problem. That isn't uh, knowledge of the unseen or associating this to the clouds. We understand the clouds don't make the rain themselves. Allah will send the rain. Maybe huge clouds come, but no rain. But this is just the forecast. That's what it means. Just an assumption. Clouds are coming, it's going to rain. Or they look on the satellite, there's no clouds, so they say tomorrow will be a sunny day. Because they can't see any clouds. So this is just forecast as they call the forecast. Seven days, you can do one month on uh, Google. <laughs> so, but these are only assumptions. It is only assumption. They look on their satellite, they work out which way the wind is coming. So now they say the wind is coming, for example, from Russia. And it's going to take one week to come to the UK. So they say in one week, it's going to be zero degrees in the UK. Because they are guessing the wind is coming this way, it is coming from, Europe, from Russia, it's going to be freezing in one week. It's all guess about the forecast. So that isn't a problem, just generally they give you an assumption of what's going to happen because of the real things that they see. They see the wind coming from Russia, they see the clouds coming from that way, they work out the speed, they say it's going to take six days, then on one week from now it's going to be freezing. So that's just uh, the general forecast. That isn't connected to believing about the forecast, uh, that the clouds are doing this or the, the weather itself is doing that, as long as you understand that generally. All of those natural processes that you learn in school, you learn, for example, the precipitation cycle. Oh, yeah, what's the precipitation cycle? The, uh, the water cycle, huh? Rain, evapor rain evaporates? When water evaporates, it becomes clouds, it moves across, it goes over the hill, it rains again. All those things you learn in geography and everything... All of these things you have to remember, like we've been talking about, it's not just that water cycle that makes the water by itself and the rain by itself. That is all of the means that Allah has made. Allah has made the clouds and the rain comes from it. Uh, Allah has made that the ocean, the water evaporates from it. This is all the means Allah has made. You don't believe that it itself is doing this by itself. That's the key with all of these 
uh, geography and everything that you learn. Anything else? You were going to say something? Go on. Uh huh. No, because the, I mean that tiny amount of water. Because the point of the water is, it has to wash out the impurity. With that tiny amount of water, you're just sticking the impurity into the garment. You need to wash it out, and the water which you use has to be drained off. That's the proper cleansing of the impurity. You don't even just pour the water on it. Afterwards, you have to squeeze that water off. It has to disappear, the water. Get rid of the water so that it takes the impurity out. And then your garment is clean. Hmm. Anything else? This, uh, did we do it here, Kitab al-Tahara? Kitab al-Tahara. We did it. We did it. The whole of it. All of it. We did it. About maybe five years ago or something. Kitab al-Tahara, Bulugh al-Maram. We did all of it. Beginning to end, so you can listen to the recordings, it's on the masjid website. All about the purification and everything. We did it all once. You're doing it right now again as well, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Anything else? Go on. Is it permissible to dye your hair even if it's not gray? Anybody? Well, you know, a brother wants a change in color. Maybe, you know, he's, uh, something progression is occurring with marriage or whatever it might be. It could be reasons, different reasons. Huh? Yeah, but the question is, if you don't have any white hairs, you still got black. Is it permissible to change the color of it? To be honest, I don't know. I have to look. I have to see what the scholars have mentioned, the fiqh of that. I don't remember anything about the details of whether you can do it before the white hair or only after the white hair. I don't know. I have to check. Hmm? Hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, we know about... Yeah. Yeah, because they say this is a, a shade of brown on the packaging. Midnight brown or something, huh? Anyway. No, uh, we, know, we know that you're not supposed to dye it black. You can't dye your hair black. So these kinds of browns, and they call them whatever funny names, midnight brown and whatever, really, when you put it on, it just looks black. Then you can't use them. Don't tell me, no, but the cover says something, something brown. You're putting it on, it's black. All you can see is black. Then you don't use that. Use something which is clearly not black. Uh, you can't use the excuse, but they call this a different color. It's not exactly black or whatever. Use something which is definitely not the appearance of black. Mm. All right, we'll leave it there for today then. Next week, carry on normal time, 7 p.m. inshallah.